The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And belly on up to the 9-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris Lanuti, and this is the EP Podcast, brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, where they know having a bank that can deliver under pressure makes all the difference. When the pandemic hit, local businesses didn't know where to turn, but they turned around and got 13 local businesses more than $3 million in Paycheck Protection Program loans, and they saved more than 200 jobs. You can rely on them. I rely on them. The EP Podcast relies on them. Every time I have a problem where like, I'm like, I need to set up some kind of weird e-commerce thing, they'll actually sit down with me and be like, all right, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to get on the phone with a technician, and then all of a sudden my business account can do even more. It is great to be able to walk in and talk to your banker instead of trying to deal with some major conglomerate. Go to the First National Bank of Evergreen Park right now and see what they can do for you personally or with your business bankevergreenpark.com slash for you member FDIC equal housing lender. This is your weekend update. We have a great guest sitting down here before we get to him. It is now time for your Memorial Day weekend weather. And after a beautiful week, and we all expected to be outside in the hot, hot sun. The day this show comes out, Friday the 28th, rainy and 51 is your high. Saturday, at least there'll be some sun, 60 degrees. Sunday, up to 68, but cloudy. Monday, the last day of the long weekend, 72 degrees, a very, very slight chance of rain. So basically, plan all your fun on the back half of this weekend and plan like board games or video games for the kids or listening to old episodes of the EP podcast for the beginning of your weekend. And now we get to the good stuff. Joining me down here at the bar, he is a really good friend of the show. He's been on here before. And I thought to myself, what better way to do the weekend update? than to do it with a vet. It's Memorial Day weekend. People forget what Memorial Day is all about. And he is from Evergreen Park, Illinois. He wrote an incredible book that we've talked about before here on the show. It is a bomb hunter story, my life clearing the roads of Iraq, uh, straight from the army and back home to become an author. Eric Herrera is back with us. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm great. I, I'm glad that you're down here, you know, knocking a few back, getting ready for the weekend as we sit here and, and we record this show. How, how important is this weekend for you? Because I feel like sometimes it gets cheapened. People think like, hey, it's an extra day off. It's barbecues. You know, it's getting to the lake cottage. If I'm going to the lake cottage, it's, it's some sort of plans that I'm having and they don't realize the significance of the day. Uh, how, how important of a weekend is this for you? Uh, before I joined the military, I was the same way, just another day, everything like that. Um, but when I came in, the day became more important. So we lost soldiers when I was in Iraq for my first deployment. So when Memorial Day came up, it was mainly most of the guys that knew them. We would always pay respects to them. You know, sometimes we drink their favorite drink, listen to their favorite music, um, things like that. And just remembering the good times and things like that. And 
uh, it helped with a lot of healing too, with missing them and uh, just being with the guys. And Veterans Day is for the vets like you. This is this is for your your brothers and sisters in arms that have actually been lost on the field of battle. That's what that's what this is. This day is for. This weekend is for. Yeah, there's um protocols on uh, this day too. So a lot of garrisons uh, bring out the big flag. So garrison flags are usually about like eight by eleven or something like that. What's, what's a garrison? I don't know what that is. So a post. Uh, that's here in the States or where I was in Germany, we had the garrison flag on our post. Um, so roughly it would be eight to eight by 11 feet. That flag would be, uh, the Memorial day flag is something like 20 by 40 feet or something like that. It's right around there. So, uh, it takes a lot more guys to raise the flag and lower the flag and fold it too, because it's so large. There's a bigger flag. I didn't know this. So there's a bigger flag that gets flown as a protocol and is it for the weekend or just the day uh, for the weekend okay memorial day is the big one right. uh, i think fourth of july they do it too but um memorial day is where we did it when we were in germany so that was always the big deal where a couple guys had to come out and do it and you know i i guess whenever i think about memorial day at least when i was a kid it was always you know the the older veterans it's like World War II, you know. Now there's a generation. That generation's gone. I I, I had my my uh, my great uncle Frank at a hundred years old passed away, and he was a fighter pilot in the European theater. Okay, and, and so like, and he he was a hundred, and he just passed away maybe a couple of months ago. So when we think now about it, the older vets are the Vietnam vets who were young when I when you and I were kids, you know, and then you guys are. You know, probably right around where the Vietnam vets were for me when I was a kid, right? I mean, like this war now, these conflicts, the one that you've been involved, you were involved in and all the subsequent conflicts after that, they all really started nearly 20 years ago. So you have an awful lot of vets out there and an awful lot of people to honor on Memorial Day. Do you think that people still look at the deep past when they think about Memorial Day too much when in reality we have so many people that like currently uh, have served and lost people? That they, that they served alongside of? No, that is a good point, because when I grew up, yeah, it was World War II and Vietnam vets. I mean, that's what they're going to show. They're going to show all the they're going to show all the World War II classics on TV, right? That's what they're going to do. They're going to do World War II classics. You're going to see, like, people when they do things on the news, they're going to show stock footage of storming the beaches of Normandy. And and all that stuff is wonderful, right? I mean, all that stuff means something. That was that was it, people have called the greatest generation. But we've got more than a generation now that's been going overseas in conflict after conflict since 9-11. And you were, you were involved in Iraq. So, I mean, do you think that, do you think you get a little shortchanged when they're showing the file footage and the stock footage and talking about Memorial Day right now? I think it's still a little bit more fresh about what guys like me went through. Um, a lot of guys aren't really to tell their stories in that nature. So you really don't get the perspective that Vietnam and World War II, they're, they're coming out and telling their stories. Um, World War II vets go to Normandy and have a ceremony for D-Day. Um, Vietnam, too, they even go back. Um, it's still not quite there yet for Americans to be going back to like Afghanistan and Iraq and things. Right. So, when, we talk about, when we talk about forgetting, I, as you're sitting there saying that, I'm like, I have totally slighted all the Korean War vets because I, I said the two and I missed the one in the middle of it. But it, this is a day of remembrance. This is a weekend of remembrance. If somebody's out this weekend, 
what what's the what do you expect somebody to say? Like, let's say somebody bumps into you this weekend and it's Memorial Day weekend and they know you're a vet. Like, they're not going to like, I, I mean, the, the common thing is people say, thank you for your service. Right. But on the other hand, people mix this up. Right. They sit there and they go, oh, it's Memorial Day. So I'm supposed to think a vet when in reality, it's the ones that didn't come back. Right. So, I mean, like, what what do you what would you expect somebody to say, if anything, to you? if they bumped into you or, or met somebody like you who was back from a conflict and experienced what you experienced? It's not those the people that I bump into. It's more the vets that I bump into. And usually just give yourself a nod or you ask where you were served. Um, just little information, just to appreciate each other, you know, have a good day. Um, normal people, I think it's still kind of iffy. Some people are kind of scared to come up to us and thank us for our service if they don't know us, especially when I've been in COVID too. So people really don't want to get next to each other. But um, some people will come up, they'll see me in the Humvee or uh, see my license plate. Usually old veterans come up and we talk a little bit, chat, and it's good to talk. I mean, even when I go drop my kids off at school, I still talk to a few vets that have been in the Iraq and Afghan war. So it's it's nice to hear. Let's talk about this Humvee because people in Evergreen Park might have seen it. You have a you have a full on real Humvee that you're driving around, and I got to ride around in it with you, which I thought was absolutely awesome. You invited me out to kind of kind of take a cruise, and uh, it was funny how you told me like how people react to it because everybody just kind of looks at it like, "Wow, that's really neat." And then like police officers, they pull up next to it, they look in, and they're like, "That's sweet." Like they like cops love it, right? They just like, they like see this thing and they go, "Wow, look at what that guy's driving!" And it isn't this isn't one you can get in the store, folks. Like you get in and you're like, "Wow, these are this this is where like the gun would have gone, right?" I mean, like this is where all the all the all the the armed armaments would have been in the entire thing. It's I mean those things aren't in there anymore, but you see where it would have all gone, which is incredible. Yeah, my my dad purchased it, and I'm kind of his advisor on it on what how to run things on it. So. Uh, <laughs> A lot of the memories came back. I even had to learn, I mean, calling my old mechanics that were in my unit, you know, hey, I forgot what this is, what that is. And it, it's fun, I mean, to see it all again, and it's enjoyable to ride, especially down in the forest preserves where you just take it for a ride. Even though it can't go that fast, it only goes maybe about 50 miles an hour. It doesn't but. matter. Even when we're cruising <laughs> around, and I'm like, I feel like I'm so cool while I'm in it. Like, I, you could, you could like, charge money, and people would just drive around in that thing. I think it's I got a, I got a job for you, actually. And this is a part of the whole weekend update thing. People might be talking about this this weekend. There was a sighting of a cougar or some sort of large cat at 99th and Western. It's like just breaking all over the news here as we're sitting down where it was picked up on people's ring like doorbells. And they sent out animal control. Chicago went out to look in their area and sent out animal control. And they can't they're like, well, we can't find a cougar. So the cougar doesn't exist, but how did it end up on everybody's doorbell? So when you're cruising around, watch out for the lion or whatever it is that's walking. Hopefully that's a, hopefully it's some sort of hoax, like somebody did something, but like it showed up on multiple ring doorbells where people have taken pictures and Fox 32 is talking about it. So you might, you might have to go on patrol is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know where a cat like that will hide in the park. So that's kind of, I think people would be going crazy if they saw that. Evergreen Park has a brand new sandwich shop, and this place is awesome. I'm talking about Unbeatable Eatables, northwest corner of 95th and Kedzie. Unbeatable Eatables prides themselves on having the highest quality meats and cheeses on the market. They also use twice as much meat and cheese as their competitors. And now with Father's Day approaching, they are giving away a three-foot party sub 
so you can chow down with dad. Visit unbeatableeatables.ep on Instagram or Facebook and find the Father's Day giveaway post. Then you're a like, a follow, the tagging of three of your friends, and a post away from winning that sub. Complete rules and details on those social media posts. Whether you're feeding the office for lunch, the family for dinner, or catering an event, Unbeatable Eatables has an unbeatable menu. Unbeatable Eatables on the northwest corner of 95th and Kedzie. Enjoy sub heaven at Unbeatable Eatables. Like, that doesn't seem like that's real to me, but that's an actual story that's going on around the neighborhood as we enter into this weekend, is that supposedly this was seen in the area of 99th and Western. So, I, I look, I have this thing has not been corroborated in any way, but I guarantee you people will be talking about it all weekend long. Let's uh, let's throw a little bit of light on your on your book, because we've talked about it before on the show, but everybody who's listening might not have heard it the first time. So what you used to do is search for bombs on the side of the road, IEDs, okay? And your job was to identify them as you're driving along. Like you've talked before on the show that when you got back trash along the side of the road, like if you're driving down Kedzie Avenue, that little alarm would go off in your head at first because you were, you were trained to look for out of place things that might be hiding a bomb, which is intriguing to me and riding point or at times not even riding point where the, the place in the, the, the vehicle in front of you might miss it. You've been blown up a few times. Like you, you, in fact, there's a passage in your book where you're like, that's the first time I was blown up, which is just astounding to me where you, you, one of these things exploded. Okay. While, while your vehicle was, was driving over it, tell everybody a little bit about it. If they haven't heard about the book, what you talk about in the book, because I think it's a great read. It's available on Amazon right now and uh, people should go pick it up and support a local author and veteran. Yeah. So I was a combat engineer in the military, um, which technically were called breachers and, so what our job is intended is to breach minefields, breach buildings. So that's what we're uh, trained to do. But since IEDs were so big uh, during the Iraq war and we knew explosives, they would send us out because we knew what to look for. So we, what we do is go five miles an hour down the road, look for these IEDs. And if we ever found anything suspicious, we cordon, cordon it off. And then we have the EOD guys come out and detonate it. Um, sometimes we'd be out there eight to ten hours, and we do this six times six times a week. And um, yeah, as you said, I've been blown up twice in my time. Um, guys that I've been with been blown up three, four times. I've even had soldiers lose their lives uh, from my guys around you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a perfect time to remember them now because i mean just thinking all the good memories because that's how we get over it so um in the book we talk about the different guys that we lost and how the good times that we had and that will always be remembered yeah, it's not a, it's not a sad book i mean there are people that that don't make it through this book and there are some stories that you tell in the book that are extremely interesting and some of them are a little gut-wrenching and and uh, it, and it's you kind of burying your soul, which I'm sh- I know you've told me took you a long time to be able to start doing it, and and uh, you know it helped you kind of get through things. And but it is also a fascinating read, okay, just to kind of understand that here's a here's a local guy who this is this was his experience. Now he's back here amongst the rest of us mere mortals that we are. I think that we call everybody a hero way too much these days. Honest to goodness, something I've said before. Like everybody's a hero now. You're everybody's a hero for everything they do. And we kind of we kind of cheapen that word. You know, guys like you 
that go over there and do what you do. And the guys that went over there and laid their lives on the line and lost them, that that's who we should be saying those things about. And that's why I think this, this weekend's important along with the barbecues and the fun and everything. And, and, the, and just the, the genuine joy of just getting around family that I think a lot of people are going to have for the first time, because a lot more people are vaccinated and people are kind of coming out of their shell right now. You don't want to forget that because it's such a, it's such an important thing, you know, and, and, you know, thank you for your service, but I also think I, you know, if it, when you, when you are, when you're having those silent moments and you're talking to those guys that you lost, thank them for me too. Okay. Because it, 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 it's incredible what you went through in this book. How long did it take you to write it? Um, it took me only a couple months to do it. Um, surprisingly, I thought it was going to take me a good while, but there was a month period during the quarantine where that's all I was doing was just writing and I wasn't going to leave anything out. That was the one thing I did not want to do is to leave anything out. I didn't want to have no regrets on it. Um, really didn't care what people thought what I wrote. And there might be a few people that were uh, offended by what I said. But people that it would it be people that you served with who didn't want the story out or is it people that just don't like the war or didn't like what you were doing over there? Uh, some people didn't like the story or didn't how it went down. Um, I didn't want to lie. I'm not sure if other people lied about things that happened. I was there for all the incidents. You want to tell the truth. I wanted, I was you there want, for all the All the, the ugly warts, yeah. the good, the bad, everything else like that. You wanted that in there. Yeah. So, I mean, if they wanted to come after me, then, oh, well, then you're going to have to face the truth of your lies. So that's the thing I didn't want to do. I wanted to tell the truth. Telling you, eight ninety nine for a great book that uh, tells the truth. A bomb hunter's story. My life clearing the roads of Iraq. And uh, the weekend update. The EP podcast is honored to have Eric Herrera hang out with us. And Eric, uh, I I hope you have a great weekend. You and I are going to sit down here at the nine foot homemade oak bar and knock back a few. We don't need to have the microphones on for that. Nobody needs to hear us do that. Okay, but I I really appreciate you hanging out with us on the EP podcast. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. And, uh, you know, think of vet, but remember, remember what the day is about. Take a moment at some point. Remember what the day is about. Okay, and if you have a flag, and this drives me nuts, so this is why I'm going to say it. If you have a flag, if you have a flag pole, fly the American flag. I don't want to see any variations out there, especially on Memorial Day. Fly the American flag, okay? They died for that. Not some other variation of it. Not something that, like, has some kind of political statement on it. Fly the American flag, especially, especially this weekend. I think it's very, very important. Eric, thanks so much for joining us on the EP Podcast. Uh, Thank you for having me. All right, that's your weekend update. We will see you on Tuesday. Uh, I am not going to release the show on Monday because everybody's going to be enjoying Memorial Day on Tuesday, eating Evergreen Park 2021. We will be at several different food locations, restaurants, bars, places to get your eat on in Evergreen Park. We're going to be featuring them on Tuesday's show. It's our 2021 version of Eating Evergreen Park. Do not miss it and make sure you are subscribed everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, 
Another show is wrapped up And by the looks It's gonna be a good one Nudie's Basement Broadcast Basement The Nudie's Basement The Broad Basement Slancha The EP Podcast Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.